So, do you have any plans this week? Where are you heading? I know a couple of you where we're at least heading towards this week. But as you look and you think about the coming days, what direction are you heading? Will it be far away? Will it be close by? In this heat, maybe you opt to just stay indoors for most of this week. In this morning's gospel, Jesus is heading in a direction. For a couple of chapters now in Luke, he has been heading toward Jerusalem, the holy place, the place where the people imagined that God lived and dwelled in all God's glory. Jesus is heading toward Jerusalem. He's heading in the direction of God. And on that path, he encounters a lawyer. Now, when we hear lawyer, we might think of someone who works in the legal system and context of lawyers today. But back in Jesus' day, it's more of a rabbi, someone whose life was spent devoted to studying the law of God, who read the scripture, who knew what it said, and how to live a life that heads in God's direction. The lawyer encounters Jesus, and he wants to test him. Wants to see if Jesus knows the answer to the way to live the holy and the faithful life. And Jesus responds, in the perfect way, <laughs> what does the scripture say? Turns the question back on this learned person. If you know the scripture so well, what does it say about heading in the direction of God. Well, to love God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, everything you got, and to love your neighbor as yourself. Right answer. You got it. Go do it, and you'll be fine. Now, what happens next is interesting. Wanting to justify himself, the lawyer has an understanding of what it means to head in that direction. Heading in the direction of loving God with all you have and loving neighbor. And my guess is that he noticed that his direction is slightly in a different way than Jesus' direction. Maybe he has watched Jesus interact with the crowds filled of people who have been hurting, longing for the presence of God in their lives. And Jesus is healing them, reconnecting them with God. The Pharisees had an issue with that. Because Jesus went outside of the boundaries. He went outside of the accepted limits as to who was worthy of God's attention. As to who was inside God's family to begin with. And many of the people that attracted to Jesus were outsiders. Many of them were unclean, were labeled unworthy, were labeled not neighbor. And as a result, Jesus broke all sorts of rules. Could the neighbor be such people as hung out with Jesus? That is what the lawyer is trying to test here. 
because his understanding of neighbor is a lot cleaner, is a lot smaller, is a lot more tidy. Who is the neighbor? Who should we show mercy to and love to and care to? And who do we get off the hook with? We don't have to bother with. Jesus tells a wonderful story, the parable of the Good Samaritan here. And even non-Christians are aware of, of this story. There's a man, and he's going from Jerusalem to Jericho. That's an important detail in the story. He's heading not in the direction of the holy city as Jesus was. He's not heading in the direction of God. He's going about his own business that takes him in the opposite direction. Jericho is a town that was known for its villains and scum. It was a place where thieves hung out. It was a wretched sort of place. And so when he goes to Jer Jericho, there's no wonder that he's going to run into some robbers. That's what happens when you hang out in the wrong areas. And he winds up in need, bleeding on the road. Well, fortunate for him, he has a priest come his way. Unfortunate for him, the priest continues walking. The priest does that, and the Levite does that. And they should know better. Because both of those people know what the Word of God is. They know that in the Word of God, you are to love your neighbor as yourself. And you have the responsibility to stop and to care for the neighbor in need. So one of two scenarios is happening here. Either, on one hand, they're kind of breaking the rule. You know what this is like. When you know what the right thing is to do, and you go in the other direction, right? Or you pretend that no one's watching, and you do what is most convenient. You do what feels right or benefits yourself. Either that's happening here, or they have defined the man on the side of the road not as neighbor. And if the man is not the neighbor, then there's no concern. It's not our issue. Let someone else of his own kind take care of him. Let someone else who looks like him, who shares the same part of town, take care of him. It's not my responsibility. Either one of those scenarios heads in a direction that does not follow Jesus. And then there comes a Samaritan. Now, the Samaritans and the Jews at the time of Jesus... They were, they butted heads. They were not friends. They did not consider each one a neighbor. They did not consider the other to be worthy of God's attention and in fact thought that they were heading in the wrong direction. If you remember years ago, the situation in Northern Ireland, 
between the Catholics and the Protestants. Now, I'm sure there's still animosity between those groups, but when I was growing up, those two groups were bombing each other, and they were actively killing, and the violence was affecting that nation. That's similar to the situation between the Jews and the Samaritans. There was that much hatred, that much disdain between those groups. And a Samaritan walks down the road and sees the person in need and has a different definition of neighbor, doesn't he? Anyone in need is the neighbor. Anyone in need is the neighbor, and the neighbor must be loved if you're heading in the direction of God. And so he cares. He cares for all that he has, and he makes sure that he gives it to another. Jesus tells this direction to all of us who travel in life he tells this story and it encourages us to head in the direction of God to show love and kindness and compassion and to see everyone as the neighbor for Jesus there are no tight boundaries on that word for Jesus that includes everyone Insiders, outsiders, rich, poor, legal, undocumented. For Jesus, it includes everyone of every nation and every persuasion, orientation, understanding, perspective, politics, economics. However we divide ourselves between us and them, none of that exists. All of it disappears, and there is just neighbor. And Jesus invites us to love, to go and do likewise. Now this week, I mentioned, I'm heading to the Badlands, and it's going to be an amazing week. Looking forward to being there with the group. Each day, we will have hikes, and we will explore God's beautiful and brittle and sometimes brutal creation. And we'll start each day with a devotion. And as I mentioned, you can access them online. But if you don't have online access, there's a whole stack in the back of the church today of those printed paper copies of the devotions that you can take with you and you can follow along. And I hope that you will use them as you go through this week to think about where you're heading to think about the direction of God that heads in mercy and love and opens an understanding of neighbor. May we each be on that path and that trail this week as we experience the love, the grace, the mercy of God. Rich gifts for us. May we go and do likewise. Amen.